Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Here we are on another powerful day. This is a 2-2 day, February 2nd. And wow, it has been a full year since the goddess energy codes were really enacted and activated last year on February 2nd and also the 22nd of February. And you know what? I see the 2-2 codes everywhere. We had two chats. Uh, very fun to to 22 attendees at the moment and counting. So how cool is that? Let's welcome our guest today, Meg Benedicte, who works with the Quantum Access Program. It's her uh, flagship series that she's learned through her spiritual journey. We're here today to talk about this year of 2023. It's the year to go big and bold. Hi, Meg. Thank you. Welcome. Hi, Loren. Oh, it's always a great pleasure to join you and everyone here on the show. So I'm excited. Yes. All right. So we're going to talk about this magical year of 2023. It feels totally different. We've heard from folks to hold on to our hats, <laughs> um, but there's also a bright side to it. And so we can before we look ahead at this this year can you recap what the 222 codes of last year activated within all of us sure so um just in basic numerology two is the energy of the feminine so we have one is masculine two is feminine so you kind of think about it, we're moving out of the millennium of the thousands. That was a very patriarchal dominant millennia. And we're moving into the 2000s, which has this kind of infusion of uh, feminine energy more so than we had previously. And the first 20 years in a way of, of the 2000s is kind of think of it kind of like a transition bridge, you know, from the old patriarchal system and, and starting to adapt and uh, integrate more of the feminine energies. And this is for everybody, not just women. This is every uh, the whole planet is getting, you know, this lovely infusion of more feminine energy. And as I've been uh, working with it, as as you mentioned last year it was 2022 so we had a triple two year which was a, a pretty amazing because it if you if you study patterns and sacred geometry and uh, number sequence a, a triple two you know is kind of off the charts for this infusion of the of the feminine energies. And these, you know, people are like, well, what does the feminine energy mean? So, you know, this is more of um, intuition and creativity and compassion and more of the empathy. And so we see a big surge of that and probably your own, you know, circles and, and out into the world. And then it really is very juxtaposed to still those who are very dominant still in the thousands and the patriarchal hierarchy. So 
it's as we move now past the initial kind of transition 20 years in, so now we're in, we're really in it now. Um, the, the, it's like two worlds coexisting, isn't it? You know, it's these two systems that are, one is the old patriarchal hierarchy system, kind of a top down, even, even the triangle in, in geometry represents male energy, you know, young, um, young energy, uh, masculine, and the circle represents feminine energy and, and more of the creative uh, cycle and, you know, infinity and these kinds of things. So we're moving from a top-down hierarchical, patriarchal operating system into, if you choose, you know, and you want to, going into this new earth circular system. And I always get a flash when I, I think of, you know, really kind of embracing and, and moving my energy into this new operating system, this new circular system that this 222 is bringing to us, right? Really awakening up for all of us. And I always get this, you know, kind of the image of like, um, like the goddess moon circles, right? You know, where everyone is joined and unified and there's no hierarchy. And, or you could think of like Arthur's round table, right? Everyone has their, their specialty or their role or their gift they contribute. It's very collaborative and in a way, a win-win for everyone. So those are two very different uh, mindsets, right? And how we live and how we behave and how we treat each other and how we operate. So that's what this infusion of 222 that I've been watching, especially since last year, is really starting to uh, become very apparent um, in the field. Hallelujah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is the the 2012. We can really see the shift underway more so what happened in 2012 or what the expectations were in 2012. And so as we create, when we go by this operating system, it's a new way of creating. It really is anchoring in the heart and being in the feminine and uh, using the infinity symbol to weave the energies to balance the energies yeah. so that is exciting i know we can all look back at the transformational year of this past year for me it was very transformational and and wonderful and surprising in its own sense um surprising in the sense the the war between the head and the mind no no the mind and the heart excuse yeah. me or the head and the heart. So we are that much stronger in the heart now. And it is experience that makes us rich with the wisdom within us. So looking ahead then this year, tell us about this year because we can sense that it's only going to get more developed in these patterns, yeah. these patterns of creation. Yeah. So we will probably see more extreme uh, diversity between the two systems, right? We're, that's just playing out in the world, right? This real extreme polarization between the two um, mindsets or how we want to live and treat each other. It's getting more extreme. That's going to cause a lot of discomfort in a way because it's we are literally living through a global collapse of an operating system. Okay, that's not easy to go through. And, and those who aren't awakened to this will probably 
have a lot of trouble with that, right? They'll suffer through that. And those who are understanding it and, and, and in a way working with this shift, you'll do better, right? You're going to be, you know, you're, that would, those are who I would call the way showers, you know, where we're consciously actively shifting into the new system and then living it and helping others come with us, you know, into this new system. So we'll see that real contrast. It's just going to get more, you know, more accelerated, more contrast between the two, but in a way that helps people, um, kind of come out of their complacency, right? And they begin to go, whoa, I don't want to be supporting this anymore, you know? And so this would be, of course, this extreme imbalance between power for all people on the world. When you have a hierarchy, it's only the top, you know, tier, 1% has all the resources and the wealth and the power and making the decisions for the rest of us. So this is where we need to come together in our circles, right? You know, and unite, and say, okay, no, that's not how we're going to live anymore. That's not how we're going to treat our planet. That's not how we're going to treat each other. That's not how we're going to treat the animals. You know, all of it. We begin to be more, um, you know, in a way, become an activist for the new system. We become more vocal, right? We we get involved. So it kind of pulls us out of where we may have just kind of been, you know, coasting along and <laughs> living in the old system. The old system's not going to support, it's not already, it's not supporting us anymore. So those are okay. So we can see that we also, as you mentioned, have some big planetary changes coming this year. And these are helping the shift, right? These planetary changes help us to kind of break free of whatever was holding us stuck or locked into our, uh, we were born into this hierarchy. Everybody here probably was born into it. Maybe the, you know, just the last 10 years since 2012, we have some new like crystal children who are our new earth children. They weren't born into the hierarchy, but most of us was. So we go through this kind of extraction process, right? This delayering process. So if you think if you're removing an operating system off your computer, you have to remove all that software. So that's what we're doing. We're removing all the programming of that hierarchy system out of the mind, body, heart field. Like that's a big deal. That's what we've been working on in the last 10 years since 2012. 2012 in a way was the pivotal breakthrough year to unlock all the hold that hierarchy system had on all of us. That's why it's been kind of a volatile 10 years. You know, it's the, it's the, healing and clearing and transmuting 10 years, which isn't fun to go through. <laughs> it's not easy to go through. <clears throat> but then last year with this beautiful infusion of the 222 energies, the divine feminine coming in, it started a new two, 10 year cycle. So we had the first 10 years since 2012. Now we're already in this new 10 year cycle that is more of living this new way of being light, beaming light, radiating light, spreading light. This is so this is where we really get to live and and demonstrate it and and continue to anchor it into the field, right? The more that we all become it and and we're like tent posts, right? We're anchoring it into the field. It can take hold and spread all around the world. Now, so so we're we're 2022 launched us into this new 10-year cycle. Also, this year is so interesting because it's uh, in numerology, it's a seven-year. And 
Seven symbolizes, to, you know, if you add 2023, it's a seven. And it symbolizes the the mystic like the wise sage i always kind of get an image um, when i think of seven as like the merlin so think of that that's a pretty amazing year that's the energies we're all going to be feeling this year and it it kind of starts to turn turn you more inwards instead of out you know external you start to get in a way pulled more yeah, I'm more motivated, inspired to go in and connect to that inner mystic that is you. And so again, we're going into the next 10 years, living it, being it, you know, demonstrating it and probably teaching it and all of this. So this year helps us really get into more of the, the divinity that is you, our own inner mystic. So then that's the path we take in the next 10 years as as a way shore of this new system, this new earth system. Yes, thank you. That is very inspiring for all of us. And we are ready to beam our light and to bring our light and to be our light. And, um, you know, one of the things that many light workers had issues with was stepping up. And even last year, towards the end of the year, there was something being birthed. We could pinpoint it and say something is being birthed here we don't know what it is but something is happening many were feeling the call to step up in new ways to do things in new ways yeah. to share gifts in new ways and that to me is very exciting and the collaboration that we're going to see in new ways is good too yeah. and so when we look at the the media i know that's a four-letter word at times but if we peek at the media, we can read between the lines and we can see there are, you know, one, we could say, all right, that doesn't look New Earth-like at all. I thought we were past that. It's 2023 now. But we can also read between the lines and start to see some of these changes that are coming about, the tolerance of the people that are really ready to work together and be those activists for the environment, for the animals, for the planet, for love, actually. Yeah. And so that those are really, really good signs. And I love that, you know, this removing of the software in the old paradigm. Do you think that we are almost done with that? Yes, we still have to do it. But could you quantify in your perception where you think most people are, I would say in those who are watching this show and shows like this are different than the collective, but the collective is almost there as well. Do you have any insight on that, where we are? Yes, yeah, so from uh, just kind of drawing from my own experience of going through this and then working with clients every week, it's it kind of gives me a good like window into you know how everybody's doing. And also, just um, kind of a data point, we're talking about this external global hierarchy system or power system. Well, kind of macro micro, that's been running in us as well, especially if we're born into it. So think of it like your own hierarchy is being run by the ego. And so as we start to go into this delayering process, we have to 
in a way, deal with where our own ego hierarchy is trying to control, you know, the mind and the reactions and kind of those base impulses and these kinds of things, you know, where it's combative, it's competitive, it's not coming from love. And so this is, again, you know, we talk about, in, you know, the path of enlightenment is learning how to master our own base primal impulses of the ego self, this hierarchy that's, you know, managing us. So this is, again, keep that in mind. Anytime you catch it, that's when you continue to delayer that out and, and say, no, I'm, I'm dedicating and uh, aligning with my own inner divinity, my own soul wisdom and guidance, my own heart of love. And so we also are clearing that software from the ego hierarchy out of our own systems. That's not easy. Okay. That's, you know, that's been controlling us since we were born. So this is something we're all working on. And so everyone could be in different stages of that process. Um, I found the more that I could continue to integrate in and, and merge in more of my own soul energy, there was a shift again, just like it's happening on the planet. The shift happened in me. So the shift started to move to more heart-centered, soul-leading me in my life instead of that you know, mental left brain ego trying to control everything. So the shift happens in all of us at our own pace. So... I can't say that everybody's at the same pace. We aren't, you know, everyone's moving through this as well as they can. And it also depends on, I mean, there's so many variables, right? How many incarnations have you had here in that hierarchy system? All right. You might have a, a, a buttload to clear, right? So just know um, we're all unique and we all have uh, some earthly history that we're trying to finish and resolve and basically pull that software out. We don't want any of that operating in us. And the way we're starting to create and activate more of our own soul vessel to be the home we live in. And so the process that I've been watching houses now, I use, you know, Metatron's technique. I use the quantum vortex to speed this process up. And so as we're, <clears throat> I, I, I kind of, when I look at the energy field, I, I see like, these the densest top layers are probably egoic and trauma and karma and ancestral patterning and lineage so you know we got to work our way down these layers because underneath all that density underneath all those layers is your dormant soul light body that can't really turn on and activate you get a, a good portion of those dense layers resolved and anyone who is probably spiritually awakened right now, I would probably take a guess that you're not a human soul. You're a visiting soul from another home star. Okay. And we're ahead of the, we're ahead of the pack because we came in already um, designed and encoded with a mission for this new earth. So as the delayering process is happening and we're getting all this, you know, galactic plasma light activations happening with this within our own unique soul light body is turning on and this begins the conversion. And so as I've been going through this process, I've been watching that, you know, as I 
kind of, you know, start to get a new partnership with this ego of mine, and it's not running the show anymore, you know, we've, we've got a new arrangement now. And um, I'm bringing in more and more of my soul energy and embodying it and living from it. it that soul energy coming in is what's turning on my light body. So the more that you can do that every day, you are starting to, in a way, kind of flip the switch and you're igniting this powerful, very uh, complex, sophisticated soul, light body and blueprint that's uniquely to you and your home star. Not all are, you know, we're all, we're not all cookie cutters. All right, you guys, everyone has come in with their own galactic lineage and um, their own energetics. So as I've been watching this turn on, um, I've been observing that as we go through this delayering process and we're, we're really lighting up this dormant light body and our soul code, our soul blueprint, there's a kind of a, um, a metamorphosis happening where we're able to start to decompose. So you're pulling the software of that old system out, right? And it starts to decompose what uh, is like a reptilian human hybrid code that ran that system that that's helped you live in that system. So as you start to extract out of that uh, operating matrix system, you don't need that code anymore, right? So it's starting to decompose and dissolve and it's allowing your own home star code to begin to replace it. And this is, a, this is what I believe is the ascension is that we're <clears throat> here to we're, you know, we're coming into a, a quarantine planet to begin to reverse the damage of this thousands of years of human souls getting trapped in a reincarnational cycling that's devolving them. And this is why we see the, you know, the human souls operating at very base primal uh, behavior is devolving. This, this original human race was quite spectacular and 12th dimensional so look at where we've come and so we're here to uh, break the system down and help activate more of our own divine code and uh, light body so then we eventually can transition home to our home star right we are finishing up with being in this constant recycling incarnational recycling 3D to 4D astral plane, back to 3D, back to 4D astral plane. Some souls have been here so long. I mean, they haven't been home and I can't even imagine. So that's part of a kind of on a bigger picture of what I see happening. And what is my understanding of what we call the ascension movement? Yes, thank you. That is very inspiring. And it's um, it shows how unique it is for each of us as yes. we extract and how it's important to really be gentle on ourselves, but the roadmap is to really be in the heart. Um, so as we are bringing in more of the soul by clearing out the trauma and clearing out those programs, can you imagine that world of authenticity when we are all there at that point? I can see it. It's pretty yeah. hilarious, actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, and if you even really think about it, you know, uh, quantum physicists have proven that all energy is both a wave and a particle. And we have to keep this in mind because that's actually what we're going through. We're made of particles, right? Our atoms that create our physicality, but we're also made, we have a wave state 
that is spirit, that is the soul. And for while we've been in this uh, uh, matrix system, the two have never been able to merge. The two have never been able to unite. And that's what we're doing as we begin to, you know, kind of deprogram and clear that system out. It allows us to connect and be, you know, pulse alive with both our wave state and our particle field where the two, and that's when we talk about bringing the soul into the body, that's the merge. It's where whatever were these kind of time density separation membranes or whatever that kept the two aspects of us were do were made, you know, we're, are we limit, we are dual nature of both particle and wave were dissolving and eliminating those barriers, those that time density. And so then all aspects of ourself can start to unite and merge together. That is a beautiful process. And um, for those going through it at different levels, again, it may not be easy because no. this ego, um, when you have a new partnership with your ego, yeah. Can you describe that for those who want to know more of how you make that happen? Yes, yes. So, you know, first, as you start working on it, you're like, I just want to get this sucker out, right? You're just like, I'm done with this. I want to remove it. But then it just fights harder. It's it's going to go down, you know, to the, the last moment, you know, it's going to fight because it's afraid of being annihilated. It's afraid of being destroyed. So over time, when I'm um, working with it and the guidance from Metatron was build a new partnership with it. And, and as I'm removing its power system, right, it's not controlling me anymore. The soul is starting to be the, you know, the guiding force from the heart forward. In a way, think of it like you're, you're, you're deprogramming the shadow aspect of the ego. So what does that mean? That's like, that's all its negativity, right? That's all its kind of antisocial behavior. That's all of its um, addictive impulses. Like you go into the, in a way you're, you're also extracting and delayering from the ego. So you're pulling out all of its kind of what we'll call it shadow or, or negative aspects of it. So in a way you're cleaning it up. How do you do that? So I would connect to it and I just bring it into the light in my field. Okay, let's just start cleaning you up, right? Get it into the light. So that shadow starts to transmute. You begin to um, also transform the ego self because we, in a way, as long as we're in a human life, human body, we, we, can't get 100% rid of it. It is the part of us that takes care of our human needs. Think of it like, you know, it's it's the ground troop. It's taking care of making sure you're eating and you're cleaning your body and you're, you know, you're taking care of your human needs. That's its job. That's its role. It should not be pushing into making life decisions. All right. That's where we get in trouble. The soul is your wisest aspect of you. The soul can, the soul lives in, you know, the past, the present, the future. So the soul knows what you need at every moment. The ego only lives in the body. It doesn't understand any of this. So that's when I really started to go, okay, the ego's been on the top hierarchy controlling. We're going to flip that right? The soul is going to now be um, the guiding force, the the, the wise guidance, um, the heart, the love, the compassion, and the ego should also no longer be in my chakra pillar. 
sorry, that is not where you get to be anymore. That's, this is my sacred home for my soul to come into. <clears throat> so I did this process, you had to do it some, you know, repeat it, but wherever I would feel and you can feel, you know, the ego is kind of the densest, heaviest part of us, right? It's also probably battling, right? It's, it's, it's uh, fighting, it's, it's could be pushing in you, I would feel it like in body tension, right? In the neck and the shoulders and the back, it's like, ah, you know, you might feel it clamped around your um, crown. And so anyway, when I would pick it up, I, I really get a sense of it or feel it. I would literally lock my focus on it and start moving it back out of my chakra pillar into the field, into the light in the field, so that it's now following my soul that's pulling me forward. It's behind me. It's following the soul leading the way, right? It's no longer in the, you know, the driver's seat. It needs to understand its role. It knows I'm not going to get rid of it. And we made a handshake and I said, I'm going to ascend you with me. So you need to cut this all out, right? I'm going to take you with me. I'm going to send you with me. You're going to be in the light in the field and you're going to follow this divine wisdom that the soul is pulling me forward into. And that worked. I don't, I don't have it crazy in my mind anymore. I don't have it fighting, fighting me anymore. It's so think of it kind of like it goes into this kind of lockdown of survival fear. That's when you feel that that's the ego and help reassure it. You're going to take it with it, take it with you through this ascension process. So it can continue to evolve with you and be in the light. And it really does want to be in the light and heal all that shadow. Yes, we can feel that. And so that is a great example for us to follow. And I know that we're already doing that. And so the triggers, are you, uh, so you're done with the, the triggers of the ego or you're just able to catch it now? It's, it's um, the way to really heal those triggers. You have to get into what's getting triggered. So over the years I've watched, okay, dang, I just really, you know, reacted to what that person did or said, or so you watch where you get triggered. That's telling you inside you, there's still an unhealed trauma and core wound that needs your attention. So every time I get triggered, I go, okay, what, what is this trigger? Okay. I felt betrayed, right. Or, um, I felt attacked or, so you start to see where you still are reacting. That means you have unresolved trauma regarding whatever that is. And so let's stick with betrayal. Okay. Um, I also had a violation core wound because of, uh, abuse in childhood. So you look for these because they need your healing attention. And so then, okay. So betrayal, um, uh, I would start to, um, kind of move into that energy in me. Where do I still feel the the pain, the suffering, the the hurt of betrayal? You start to heal that core wound. You begin to delayer the trauma. I always see the core wound kind of as the raw and red and angry. On top of it's all that trauma. So you start uh, in a way offloading that trauma first. You can get into the core wound. And as, and again, this is where we really benefit from having all this um, divine feminine energy coming in now, because then you can really be your self healer, right? You can really have the love and compassion for yourself and, and heal that wound. Once those are um, 
resolved, I see the wound heal and it disappears. So now you have no more trigger point. So the more that you are working through the triggers, healing the root cause of it, the, the core wound of it, you'll get to a point where what's going on around you doesn't really affect you anymore. You're in, you're just starting to live in that calm, uh, like zero point. You're just, you're, you can observe, um, obviously people still are triggered by me. So I watch when this happens and it's having compassion for them and, and really being aware, okay, that some, some wound got triggered for them and have, you know, um, holding space for them, but also not letting them you know, mistreat me. So this is where you hold your own boundaries. You're in your own container of light. So the soul keeps merging in your containers, getting bigger and filling and empowering up with all that light. And you're in such a joyful, peaceful place inside because you don't have these open core wounds that are still needing attention. And that will manifest itself in new relationships and new projects and new inspiration and that's a beautiful part of this whole process would you say it's why we all incarnated no matter what stage we came in yes because ideally as we go through this process and begin to really unify you know the particle and wave state right we start to merge with our own divinity our own soul essence the soul wants to create in the world, right? It's here now, right? The soul wants to be um, involved. The soul uh, has a mission, right? The soul wants to engage now. And that may be very different than how you were living before, probably will be different. Um, I found when I went through the spiritual waking, I was, I was getting a master's at UCLA for interior and architectural design. I had a whole other life planned. And then this came in and it said, er, oh, sister, no, we're going to go more into this spiritual path and the ascension movement. And it was a complete redirect. So the soul will have what it's passionate about and what it, it's its purpose for being here and you will feel that because you're you're cleaning up and delayering. So now your own sacred vessel, your chakra pillar is lit up with your own soul light frequencies, right? Your own soul, uh, in a way, it's kind of its characteristics because it's different than the egos and and it, what it's passionate about. And that's what's going to pull you forward. So you start to feel very compelled with whatever the soul has uh, interest in. So you might start to develop, you know, new interests and new passions and new focus as the soul is in a way um, uh, moving through you in a way you kind of become this conduit, this chakra pillarize, this conduit for the soul to move through you and out into the world. And so I just kind of tell people, um, you know, follow the breadcrumbs of the soul blueprint. This is in the heart solar plexus. It's the center of your light body. As you keep bringing the soul in, it fires up that soul blueprint and it kind of operates like an architectural blueprint, right? It's full of code and instruction and kind of your, your life plan, you know, and so that will guide you as well as the heart pulling forward the soul blueprint in there will start to really um, direct you 
And so I just live that way. I can't let my mind get out into the future and figure out in mind will never figure this out. This is a whole new way of living. This is the circular way of living. You guys, this is not the hierarchy mind controlling living anymore. It's a whole new way of living that we have to learn and get, you know, adjusted to, especially for me, because I had 25 years of project management in the corporate world. I had to unlearn mental control and management and unlearn all that and start to get into this more circular um, momentum of the Merkava Taurus. This is what we're moving into and activating our light body is it's a toroidal circular spin field. And so as you move more into the circular system, the soul leading the way, you're don't be surprised if you really are finding new new ideas and new passions and new projects really starting to just get really strong in you and pull you towards it. I just have learned uh, I will be the most happy and successful if I follow that. <laughs> Good. Thanks for saying that part because oftentimes we're hesitant to take those steps. Sure. These gifts that we're bringing on, maybe some are, you know, like writing a book. That's a, that's a good example, or even becoming, um, becoming so aware of the message within that we know, for example, that we may think it's time to share this wisdom. We could call it channeling and we're channeling the soul really, or maybe part of our soul or aspects of our soul or a collective of our soul. And if we don't share it, then we're not really um, living in love in that way because we must share it. So everyone listening and watching is feeling this, I know, and really ready to step into this following the soul even more so and you make it sound easy and simple for us because the mind it makes it cut and dry if if there's any fear or resistance or hesitation or trigger yeah get over it and follow the soul all right well that's the new earth that comes about and this is the spiritual awakening that is underway and i i want to be the eternal optimist and say that every heart knows the journey not every heart will take the journey but the coding is within every heart and so hopefully we'll have this whole planet doing it that's why there's eight billion people here at this time yeah yeah, and there's also 8 billion people here because they've been stuck in the incarnational cycling. So this is a big kind of uh, uh, opening to the astral plane for souls to return home. Um, wow. I know, I think the, you know, the religions tried to make it something, you know, that is not quite what I see happening. I, I don't think everyone's just going to fly off the planet, you know, and I think the UF, UFO community thinks we're all going to get lifted off. I don't see that happening either. I see the transformation is literally happening in our bioenergetics. It's happening in our code. It's happening in our light body activation where we transform ourselves mm -hmm. to the particle wave combination where we can uh, transition back to our original home star. So it's, it's, uh, it's a profound process. We don't quite know how fast it'll go or how long it'll take, because in a way we're the ones making it happen. So it depends on how many of us 
listen to the call of the soul and start getting more involved and start sharing this out into the world. And even this, you know, it's not where you have to be a public figure, but the more that you devote your spiritual practice to this every day, the more you are grounding it into the field, making it real, making it tangible, and it's sweeping the collective consciousness as we're continuing to embody it, ground it, pulse it out. It's uplifting the consciousness of the planetary field higher and higher into more a heart-centered energies, love, vibration, so that that's the, again, the extreme contrast we're going to see. Those who are still trapped in uh, the ego hierarchy and in hate and rage, and then those who are moving through this process, healing and clearing the layers, right? Healing the core wound, opening our hearts, so much love filling in, especially as that the soul is pure love, right? Just filling in with your divinity. We can't not do it. It's happening already. The field is already shifting and changing. And 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 you can see it. There's kind of start almost like a backlash now on all that hate that we saw, especially during the pandemic. It was like, whoa. So again, bringing it all up to the surface and into the transmutation light. That's part of how we're helping shift this planet as fast as we can go, but we can only go at the pace that we can go. So don't get too caught up in that. Just, you know, live it, live it as best you can. You, each and every one of you is helping shift the collective. It doesn't have to be where you are out there in a public way. You could be where you feel called to come join some circle, right? You're joining some spiritual circle or you're connecting online in groups that are spiritual groups. However, you're feeling drawn to join the, this community. I'd encourage you. Yes, yes. All right. Well, thanks for all the light seekers stepping into this role completely and fully and allowing that soul to be in charge and to really embody the soul, embodying the higher self, embodying source energy. Yes. Can you do a process with us, a quantum access, uh, quantum vortex process that will really light up our chakra pillar? Yes, because that that needs to be cleaned up. So just kind of keep that in mind is, you know, and kind of uh, stuck and embedded in the chakra centers are quite a bit of this human trauma. Um, so it has, oh, it has, it's very dense. I always kind of feel it like sludge in the chakra pillars, right? In the chakras, it's, it's the densest trauma and memory and um, emotions. If we aren't, able to and especially as children we don't have the ability or the maturity to process these emotions so they all just kind of get stored in there and so you know as an adult we can go back in and 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 clean that up but what i found was it was very hard to do that especially before 2012 oh my goodness everything was so locked in the whole magnetic fields were so locked in it was very hard to change anything and that's why 2012 was so amazing because it unlocked the matrix in the magnetic field. So that's why we're in an accelerated quickening now since 2012, everything is opening up for us. But the beauty of Metatron's technique, so this is what I was guided to in the get-go in the 90s when I had my, um, my walk-in awakening is 
It's helping us to reverse spin. So you're in a way you open up this vortex around your aura and not it's not getting in your field. It's around it. So it's a tool. It helps it helps us uh, reverse spin this clockwise compression, time compression that um, creates the dense particles of your atoms, right? It keeps us locked into just the physical and it, and it blocks us from the wave state, from the, from the spiritual. And this is where most people are out there still living, right? They're, they're in this heavy, dense time compression that keeps them separated from you know, probably 90% of the universe, which is the wave state, it's spirit. Our physical is a very small portion, a very small percentage of the reality of this holographic universe, this quantum field. So how do we do that? And this has been, you know, kind of the the challenge for for humanity for thousands of years. And in the past, the ancient you know, mystics would you know, go into golden ratio temples, right? These pyramidal golden ratio temples to try to um, offset this time compression, or they would, you know, they would go into a monastery and pull away from the world and go into, you know, silence and meditation nonstop to try to pull away from that um, density. Well, we don't need to do that now because we've we have these tools that these alchemical tools that help us. So Metatron's cube is encoded to sacred geometry. It's the template of creation in our universe. And it's encoded with um, an activation for two things, actually, the quantum vortex and the Merkaba geometry that runs the Taurus. So and it's it's made up of the five platonic solids. So as we start to work with Metatron's cube, we begin to unravel or reverse spin that time compression. So clockwise squeezes every energy down into a particle, a dense atom. Anti-clockwise, which is a right to left spin, right to left, expands outwards, right? Clockwise in, right to left, anti-clockwise unlocks expands outward so it begins and it's fast and so it's starting to spin all your atoms towards the speed of light this is where we're reversing the density in our atoms in our cells and we're transforming them to become uh crystalline light uh uh pulses like a, a wave pulse okay so now we're really starting to convert ourselves from either just density or spirit to become both where the atoms are now humming and vibrating so fast. The vortex is, it's uh, increasing the spin oscillation. That's what a frequency is. It's the measurement of your spin oscillation. So as we continue to spin faster and faster, your, your atoms begin to spin faster and faster into higher frequencies, right? a higher measurement of spin oscillation. So this is this is groundbreaking. I started getting into it in the mid 90s. And at first I couldn't even feel anything. I was so out of the body. I was so dense. You know, everything was like so locked in. I just had to have faith this thing was working, you know, that it was actually spinning around me. Thank God I had the um some clairvoyance so I could actually watch it 
but I couldn't feel it. So over time, though, as I kept spinning in it, and I just, you can just do it for five minutes every day, you know, it's already helping you. You're not even doing any energy work, you know, you're just getting in and you're increasing the spin momentum of your atoms, of your energy, so that you're starting and you're doing the reverse spin. So you're unlocking time compression as you do this. It allows you to start to get in and you can begin to work. Like I mentioned, you can get into core wounds. That stuff was all locked in before. You can get into the core wounds. You can start to heal it. You can get into your Kashuk records in your field. You can get into your past lives in your field. It opens us to all time. So it works kind of like a time machine. I use it to spin back into other timelines, go in, work there, fix things up, create a new future trajectory. And so this is this is beyond what I think humans have been able to uh, access before, but it's here now. And it's just part of my, um, you know, my mission is to first test it out and learn how it works. <laughs> Those the guinea pigs that like get in there and learn by trial and error and, and then be able to um, show others how to use it. So my soul's like a, it's like a guardian and gatekeeper of this Metatron cube portal that I share with everyone. So this is kind of part of one, one of my kind of inside jobs, but as it works and as you apply it, it's really just, you have to apply it. You know, if you don't do it, it doesn't do anything. So you start to, I just get up every morning. I will ground my feet onto the crystal grid of the new earth. I'd um, envision Metatron's cube under my feet. And this might help you where you can see how you are literally grounding into it. So, and it's in your, it's in, it's on top of the crystalline grid of the new earth. So you start to activate it with your own light, your own life force. And it begins to create that rotation of the vortex around you. And as you see embedded in Metatron's cube is the star tetrahedron of the Merkaba Taurus. So as you work with Metatron's cube, you're activating both systems. They're two di very different systems, the outer quantum vortex and the inner light body. This is your geometry of your soul light body. And if you notice what's running right up the center of it is your chakra pillar. So we've got to clean that out. We got to get it where you're getting the inflow outflow of chi, you know, of kundalini, and you're bringing your soul down that chakra pillar to run your light body. Okay. So just kind of get an image of that. That's what we're going to, that's what we're going to activate. Okay. Hopefully I just didn't do a whole data dump and you're like, what is she talking about? Just kind of let it come, you know, absorb in. <laughs> and we'll just do it. Okay. So let's get, let's just kind of turn in because we've been we've been talking and thinking, and let's just kind of take a couple of deep breaths. We're just gonna come more inwards into our core center, slowing the breath down, deepening the breath. You're gonna use, I use the breath to move energy right up and down, in and out. So inhale, exhale. And as you start to inhale, imagine you're bringing more of your uh, chi into the chakra pillar, into the core center here. It also helps kind of pull us down more into our bodies because we kind of hang up in the mind, right? We hang in that mental body. So as you focus down more into the breath and the belly, into your feeling body, you're dropping your, your focus, bringing your energy down more into your body. Okay, good. I can feel everyone starting to drop in. Then let's start to extend the chi running down the leg channels. 
to the feet chakras. Your feet chakras work like uh, grounding magnets. So you're just going to come in to run the chi through the feet chakras and connect to the crystalline grid of our new earth. This is the new system we've been talking about. Every day you ground onto it, you start to pull your energy into it. Okay, it takes the choice. We have to make that choice. So grounding our feet chakras. You can also envision roots of light coming out of your feet chakras and starting to connect in to the ley lines of the crystal grid of the new earth. You're making this your new home. This is your new home base while you're here on earth. Okay, good. And you might even feel, I feel the magnet slowly lock, the feet chakras lock in. All right, let's go ahead and connect to spirit because we're in this process of merging particle and wave states so connecting to mother father source connect to your original god spark this is your original soul your soul group and your home star and connecting to your personal spirit support team calling in your angels and guides and master teachers and the shamans, the elders, your protectors as they circle around you and support you here in your life. Okay. Let's also connect to Gaia and to mother nature and the nature spirits for nothing can materialize here without nature. So we're calling in the devas and the fairies and the elementals of air, fire, water, earth, and ether. So we can work with nature to do this alchemy with Archangel Metatron, who is stepping in as well. He's embedding Metatron's cube under your feet, grounding. And you're stepping into the center of it. It's made of an outer six circles, inner six circles, then the center circles are getting into the center of it. Okay, there you go. Your own life force, your own light, your own chi turns it on. Ooh, there it goes. Those 12 circles rise up as pillars of light. They're like light beams moving up around the outer boundary of your aura. And they're humming and toning like tuning forks to the 12 sound waves, the 12 harmonics, of phi, the 12 harmonics of the 12 dimensions of our universe. And they hum and they vibrate inwards to you. And we hear these harmonic tones, these 12 harmonic tones with the human ears as om. You just let that reverberate through you, right to your core, right to your heart. Om. And as they're spinning and they're humming, they're beginning to rotate right to left around your aura. Just let them start to spin up, accelerate. As they go faster and faster, those beams of light begin to blur and merge and form a vortex of diamond white light. All right, there it goes, spinning around you. We're continuing to accelerate its spin momentum. It's starting to open and expand your field up and out into the higher dimensions. Just exhale, let it open. Whew. Ooh, yes. And then we're going to go even faster towards the speed of light, starting to collapse those energetic veils, right? This is the time compression. This is the membranes of separation between the particle and the wave state, just letting them start to dissolve and collapse and drop out. There they go. 
that begins to open you all the way out to the quantum level of both the particle physical realm and the wave spiritual realm. So just opening out to both simultaneously. Ooh, there it goes. Ooh. Ooh. And as we begin to access the quantum field, it starts to allow us to enter in and connect to our own inner soul light body. So now let's focus inwards, coming in. You might get an image of your chakra pillar. Let's focus into the chakra pillar that's running right up the center of your geometry of the Merkaba Taurus, your light body. All right, there we go. Everyone's starting to focus inward to the chakra pillar. We're now going to bring what's called the resurrection spiral rising up from Metatron's cube at the feet. And it's a tighter spiral, still right to left. It's coming up to the root chakra. All right, it comes up. And it begins to rotate up right to left, tight spiral moving up the chakra pillar. And as it moves up, it's a very fast spin moment, right? So starting to spin outwards. The density, the emotions, the trauma, the memory out of the chakra centers. There you go. We're starting to move that energy into the vortex around your aura. And as you're spiraling upwards, you're starting to spin out like survival fear and, and guilt and shame and grief. These are all embedded in your chakras as you're moving upwards, continuing to even clear out where your voice is blocked, where your third eye is blocked. Keep moving up where the crown is blocked. We're still spiraling up past the crown, all the way up to the top, 12th chakra, top of the pillar. Ooh, there we go. Big, fast momentum up. <laughs> and as we get up at the top of the chakra pillar to the 12th chakra, this is where we meet up with our higher self. Your higher self is your guardian and gatekeeper of your channel, of your light body. And so I always do like a heart-to-heart -heart bond with my higher self. Just however you feel most drawn to connect and bond with your higher self. Oh, so we lost this connection when we were just in the particle field. So as we open up to the realm of spirit, we can now make these connections back again. And then the higher selves up here at the 12th chakra, This all these chakras work like gateways. They're similar to like spin points in acupuncture, uh, biocircuitry. Each chakra is a gateway to that universe of all 12 universes so we're up here at the 12th chakra it's open your higher self's opening that gateway to the godhead to divinity to your divine soul presence connecting in tuning into your divine soul energy Ooh, and your soul is made of light and sound so we're connecting to your unique soul signature light frequencies only yours. It's like you're an antenna tower tuning in to your unique divine soul light frequencies. And you get a lock on it. <sighs> okay, everybody's doing it. Locking on to your soul light frequencies. And then we're going to reverse and come back down the chakra channel, bringing a nice stream of your soul light frequencies flowing right down the chakra pillar. We use the inhale to pull it down and in, 
It's called the inflow. Breathe in, pulling down and in the stream of soul light frequencies coming down through the crown and filling into your pillar of light coming down and in, filling into all the chakra centers. Breathe in, receive in, pull down and in your soul presence, your soul energy, your soul light consciousness. That's it. It's starting to fill in the chakras. Keep bringing it down to the lower, more denser human chakras, all the way down to the root into the pelvic floor. Filling up inside with soul light frequencies. Ooh, that's a good flow coming in all the way in where your pillar of light really starts to radiate and shine with soul presence, soul energy, soul light frequency, soul consciousness. And then let's also send a stream of your soul light frequencies to the heart. And in the center of the heart is the heart crystal. And this is the engine that runs your Merkaba Taurus. It's right where the two star tetrahedrons overlap in the heart center. We're going to send that stream of light frequencies right into the heart crystal and turn it on, ignite it, amplify it. There it goes. And it starts to, just like a starburst, radiate your soul light rays in all directions from the heart crystal. Ooh, that's a good blast there. Ooh, it's like a big sun turning on in the heart, radiating from your heart crystal. And it's your soul light rays that run your light body. So allow that to just permeate through you, soul light rays from the heart crystal, just flowing into the dormant light body, helping to turn it on more. It's like the fuel to a uh, uh, engine. Your own soul lights the fuel. It's the power that runs. There we go. Whew, that goes right into your light body. Oh, it's like it's been waiting for your soul to come in. It's waiting for your soul light. It's waiting for your soul vibration. Okay, it's still turning it on more. And you can do this all the time. Do it every day. So we fire up more and more of our pillar of light, keep bringing in more of the divine soul, essence, soul, present soul, consciousness, soul light, your powers, your light, your soul light. You start to become your own radiant sun on the planet. And there we go. And the feet are starting to adjust and adapt and ground a stronger light body, a stronger light container, more soul light power, higher frequencies. Ooh, that's it. There, I've just felt that shoot down your legs, feet grounding this in, locking this in so it can continue to expand and grow and develop and get stronger and stronger, a more powerful force field running on your soul light frequencies. And there we go, as that starts to take hold, lock in, ground in, you can tap on your arms, your legs, as you're really making it physical, making it tangible, merging spirit and human, right? Particle and wave, merging these aspects of yourself into union and harmony and oneness. That's one of the gifts of the quantum vortex. It works like a blender. It's starting to unify all 
bodies, all layers, all levels, all aspects of your divine soul. Okay, there it goes. Whew, locking in, grounding in, taking hold, and staying in this more uh, higher uh, vibrational state of being in unity consciousness. And we set that into motion now. And so it is. So it is. Powerful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Those energies are palpable. Those energies are us. Those energies are our soul. This is the task at hand. And it's so beautiful. Yeah. What, oh, a, what a gift Metatron's given us. And it's time to really go to the next level. That's what this year is. Metatron kept saying, all right, this is the year to go big and bold. All right. That's what he's talking about. Like you're getting a bigger container. You're getting more of your divinity in and you're brilliant out into the world. Big and bold. Big and bold in the face of everything. Oh my gosh. You know, you mentioned to do it every morning. That's beautiful. We can do it at any moment, at yeah, any moment. Time. It's like, oh, embodiment, truly soul embodiment, really precious. Ah, Teresa has a question. Can we activate the vortex to sleep in for quicker results? Um, I would first get used to doing it when you're conscious, when you're awake. Um, you're, if you find that you're doing it and you're doing fine, then you could start to do that uh, while you sleep. The caution is, this is a very strong vortex spinning. So you could get some vertigo or dizziness if you're doing it when you're not grounding it. So maybe when you're getting ready to go to bed, really lock in to the earth plane ground onto the crystal grid and to the Metatron's cube and, and the vortex spinning up so that while you're um, lying down and it's running, it, it you know won't upset the equilibrium. Okay, very good, very good. Well, uh, what, again, what a powerful, profound tool. And it's a gift, and it's a gift for our ascension journey. Thank you, Meg, for bringing it in for, um, wow, for for allowing your soul to guide you in that way, for, for trusting it, and for your tireless dedication on it. You are a real leader, empowering new earth leaders. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. This is how we change the world. This is it. Yes. There is a, a question coming in very powerful. Um, I hope that everyone was feeling that for me, it was very palpable as well. And there's a question that Tatiana has, I feel pain in my upper neck. And it looks like there's an implant there that suffocates me. Do you okay. remove that? What can be done there? Yes. So um, I mentioned earlier when I was really kind of in this battle with the ego, it would all lock in there as well. It's like the ego is just kind of like, you know, you it didn't want the soul coming in. So it's in a way it's kind of creating like um, barriers, it creates a barrier at the crown. It starts to lock it in around the, the uh, neck and spine. 
So uh, it was ooh, it was excruciating for some years to keep working <clears throat> with the with that um, resistance. It's it's egoic resistance locking into the body. So so any kind of um, uh, tension like that could be where the we just did a process that it doesn't like, <laughs> okay, right? We just did a process that's saying, all right, now the soul's coming in and running the show and taking up your, your light body and leading. And so you could have a reaction from the ego and it feels literally like resistance to this process. So don't be surprised if that happens. I had it a lot. Um, so, okay, so when that happens, let's just work with... Um, Tatiana, as an example, if any of you are feeling any resistance within you from that kind of lower base primal part of our human self, it's afraid. It's afraid that we're going to replace it with the soul, right? It's it's so first, let's just kind of bring in the I use a source light as a as a kind of like a, a transmutation light and it's the crystal diamond light. So again, we working on working with this channel, right? Your chakra channel. So we're going to call it down from the divine is coming down that 12th gate, right? Comes down. You just breathe it in. The vortex is still spinning. So you can use the momentum to bring it down and in and start moving it into the ego resistance. So let's just wherever you're feeling that tension, let's start to move the crystalline uh, source light, that diamond purification light. Okay, there it goes. It starts to dissolve the the um the rigidity yeah you think of it almost like you're helping the particles particles become less rigid and tense and when we direct the the crystalline light the diamond light is source to any area so it could be anywhere in the body if you feel like there's you know pain in a knee that means there's congestion any kind of pain is constriction of the, the chi, right? So I direct the I direct the crystalline source light to wherever I'm feeling the the tension, the pain, the ball of you know constriction, and it begins to loosen things up, right? It starts this um, transmutation process. Okay, I already feel, starting to feel this in the neck for Tatiana, and then we're using the power of that spin momentum to start to spin out that density, right? Spin out that rigidity, spin out whatever is locking in that resistance, that that survival fear from the ego. And here it goes, Oof, starting to move out. <sighs> now, anytime I use the vortex to pull energies out or clear energies, it's designed, it's so brilliant what Metatron created here. It's designed to move those energies we're clearing directly into source transmutation. It's like we're not just kind of spewing it all around here. So as you're pulling out, the density, the resistance, the, the rigidity, you start the fear, right? You're moving it into the vortex and the vortex moves it to source light, to transmutate light. There it goes, already starting to transfer. So as you see, the process is bringing everything into the light. That is that is how it works. That is the goal. Okay, and then it begins to open up the flow of chi again, wherever that, that knot was or that ball was or resistance was. And here comes more fear coming out of that area. Whew. Opening it out into transmutation light, source light. All right, there it moved. And you can do this anywhere it comes up because it's gonna, this is gonna come up. It's it's doesn't like 
to give up the game. <laughs> I mean, like it's 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 not until we get enough soul in and we get enough proof that this is really a better way, then my ego stopped fighting me as much. It's like, oh, okay, maybe the soul does make better decisions than I do. And it started like going, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to the top dog. You know, I'm not going to fight you as much. So you just keep building the presence in, building in that, that you know, divine wisdom in to um, show the, the ego uh we're going to take care of you. We're going to take care of it the whole life. Okay. I'm feeling more come off the shoulders and neck. So it's a, uh, it's just kind of, that's, I was talking about the de-layering. It lifts in layers and layers off as you start to work with it and you're using, and the vortex is still spinning. So it's, it's pulling that energy back to source uh, transmutation light. And you can do this on anything. You can do it anywhere you're, let's say you got triggered and you're feeling really hurt or angry. You can start using this process to move that energy, uh, that emotional energy uh, out so that you can get back into more of your calm and also see if there is a, a core wound that got triggered there too. So this is, this is I, I've been doing this for 30 years. This is a daily process. It's a tool always there whenever I need it. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Okay. I know it's, it's really powerful. So you had mentioned timelines earlier that we could use this to bring in the most productive, beneficial timeline. And we would do it the same way. Um, soul direct yeah. timeline though. Yes. Yes. So definitely my soul directs me on any work I do in this vortex, the mind, human, nap doesn't get to access it. Okay. So it is soul directed. It's higher self directed always. Um, and so when you spin in this all the time, what you're starting to do is it's the reverse spin of time. So you're beginning to actually move into being in a vacuum state inside of a vortex, which is in zero point singularity. There is no time. So as you work and live and spin in the quantum vortex, you're starting to live in no time. There's no time differential. You begin to access the entire quantum field, right, of all time, of, of all potential. And so that's, again, another game changer. You're no longer locked into this timeline you were born into. So as you're spinning in the vortex, um, I can feel myself begin to kind of departiculate all that density and beginning to get out of time. And I can really start to feel that, you know, singular pulse in, in zero point of the vacuum state that opens me to all time. And in that state, working with the higher self guiding me, because um, it's all held in your morphic field. This is, this is your energetic field of, of your earthly history. Everything's here. So then I ask the higher self to work with me to help me and go into whatever is the timeline in me that I need to resolve core wounds or karma or whatever. And so how how uh, Metatron, just because I'm very visual, um, uh, so I work very much with the holographic right brain. So I visualize everything and then that starts to move it in the field. So I worked with Metatron and he he says, so, so to kind of just give you um, uh, an image to work with, a reference point to work with, imagine that all your timelines 
are in what he called the incarnational wheel or karmic wheel. It kind of looks like a big wagon wheel, right? The center hub of the wheel is the timeless soul, your eternal soul. And all the spokes of the wheel are your incarnational timelines in earth. Because it's an earthly uh, history, earthly incarnational wheel. So that's how I use the vortex. I would spin around the incarnational wheel and drop into the timeline, the, the spoke of the wheel, right? I drop into that timeline and go to work. Of course, you do need some clairvoyance because you need to get in there and you need to see what the heck's going on in there and where the problem is, you know, where the issue is, where the where the wounding occurred. Um, our goal is to resolve all those earthly timelines and karma and wounds where each one leaves, it releases, it's done, it's completed. It, it, it's, it's, you know, alpha omega came right down, back cycle, back done, releases to the point where all we have left is the hub of the soul. That's it. We're living in all time as the divine soul presence inside us. The soul then starts to activate your light body and your soul blueprint which is embedded with your Ascension timeline plan. So as you resolve your karmic incarnations, earthly incarnations, we're erasing the software, right? Being in the matrix system, the hierarchical system, your soul's coming in, igniting your light body and blueprint. You begin to, in a way, kind of gradually turn on and move into and live your ascension timeline it's all in you already it's all been coded in designed waiting for you waiting for your soul awesome really awesome exciting and again powerful what a powerful tool that we have we are directing our consciousness in this way we're directing diamond crystalline light to heal us to free us and embody our soul. All right, a quick question. Can we keep this vortex open always or do we need to mainly do it while in this meditative state? That's a great question. You kind of have to work your way up to it because it's strong. And so it overwhelmed me in the beginning. I could do it in little, little, little bits, right? You know, it's like, oh man, it was kind of like blowing me out, right? And in a way it is, right? It's, I was like, whoa, okay. I would literally lose days in and trance state because it was just it would take me way out into the <laughs> into the galaxy, you know, take me into the universe and and I'd wake up and it's dark outside. I'm like, I have no idea where I was, <laughs> but that was like crazy. But so do it, uh, do it in um, I would do it in, in increments. One of the things that I learned over time, and this is we didn't even go into any of this, but we have been, okay, we're born into a polarized planetary field. So this is, you know, for every positive action, there's an equal negative reaction. It creates this kind of push pull between the positive and uh, negative forces within ourselves, within the, the you know, the planetary field. Uh, this is part of when we merge the particle and the wave state, we're neutralizing that polarization. We start to develop because you're inside this vacuum state of the vortex. You're starting to um, kind of transform yourself to living in a non-polarized state at zero point. The more that you can maintain that, especially 
uh, where the, the, the upward and downward uh, tetrahedron meet, right? Right at your heart center, heart crystal, you wanna maintain as best you can, zero point coherence because the vortex runs on coherence. It, it, the polarization will stop it. So the more that we um, catch where we get triggered, because there's some you know, negative reaction happening in us, that means there's still some polarization, there's still some polarized charge there. The, the vortex will stop at that point because it only can run on um, zero point coherence, uh, the standing wave of singularity. So that takes some time. Um, I could go longer and longer periods where I would be able to maintain, you know, coherence within within my heart, within my body, within my field. It would really begin to become, in a way, a constant spin for me until, you know, I get charged, polarized, charged again, have to go, you know, deal with whatever got triggered, get myself back into a coherence again, and then the vortex would run again. So it's not zero to hundred, you guys, all right? It's you move into it more and more and more and learn how it operates around you and what it needs to run. And that's coherence. Yes, okay, beautiful, thank you. Can you use it for teeth? Well, you can, you can use it for anything that has manifested in the physical, but I do recommend now that it's actually physical, you need to deal with it on the physical level too. You So the vortex is working more on your energy. Um, so I encourage, and I do the same, I treat both my physical body and my energy body, both if it has actually now showed up and manifested, because if it's materialized, it's locked in to the particle field. You can't just I see this all the time in the in the new age wellness community. I'm just going to increase my frequencies and I'll be 100% healed. It doesn't work that way because it's now manifested. It's materialized in your particle field. You have to work on it on the physical and the energetic bodies. But the teeth, okay, so for example, the teeth, there could be some trauma. Some So there's the energy side. There could be trauma. There could be um, ancestral patterning from your, your, your family on problems with teeth. Like you have to get into that side of it. And the vortex will help you to do that to go, okay, why is this manifesting? Um, a great source to work with is uh, Louise Hay's book, right? She's literally channeled what each physical ailment and condition means on more of the energetic or spiritual level. So you can work on both sides. Thank you. Beautiful. All right. This is um, really wonderful. We'll have the replay right back on this webpage for people to check out and go back into this practice and enable yourself to use it every day. Use it every day. I find myself, I find it gets faster with the practice that we do. And um, so it's, and it's always so good to hear it and, and join you again in this because it just reinforces actually what we're doing. And of course you do global activations all the time. That is your every service month. work every month yeah. you do these and it's beautiful. And I know you um, you uh, promote those events because also not only do we get in the vortex and we work with this process, 
but I just wanted to add it to you because everyone loves this piece. Uh, we also take a trip to the home star so you can connect to your origin and to your soul group in the home star because we need to start forging that connection again because we've been disconnected from it in the hierarchy matrix system so we build that back you know it's kind of like a pathway um, but it's through quant through quantum physics it's basically non-locality we start to connect where we're here to where our soul originated in the home star and we begin to entrain with our or original um, uh, soul group and it's through non-locality so by doing this it's still part of your ascension process because you're opening that pathway to transition home. Beautiful. Oh my goodness. It feels so good. It feels so good. And we encourage everybody on their journey to use this tool for your issues and your life and your own embodiment and ascension journey. Um, there is a way that people can work with you, Meg. You have a special offer. I'm going to put that link in our Zoom chat box, and it's on the uh, description box wherever you're watching and listening to this video. But this is about a spiritual awakening course. This is almost, it feels like a, a, a 101 course, but it's so much beyond that because it really is helpful for everyone's journey. Tell us about that, please. Okay, so I created this course, especially for starting this new year, because I, I began to realize over time and, and working with people and, and getting feedback that they would start working with the vortex, right? And they, they would begin to practice with it. And then they get distracted and they go off and do other stuff and they stop. And then they kind of swing back maybe, you know, five years later and go, oh, I don't know why I stopped doing that. I'm back. I need to get back into this again. And I thought, we need to kind of develop it's you know in a way it's like building a habit right you need to keep repeating right you, you create a spiritual practice and because of what's happening in the global shift is becoming more pronounced we really do need it's essential to have some type of spiritual practice that will support you as the world is changing to this new earth operating system. It can be volatile. It could, you know, it could, we don't know what it's going to look like, but it's probably going to be a little bumpy ride for a bit. So we need to maintain our own spiritual connection, right? Our own coherence, right? Our own inner zero point calm while the world is going through this big shift. So that was what motivated me to create this package. This is a program. Um, it's a multimedia program. So it has, uh, I'm going to pull it up as well so I can just uh, walk through it real quick. It in, includes a self-study course. So, and it's it's a, of how to do, develop a spiritual practice using this Metatron's technique. So it's a self-study course that has a, an, an actual training manual and workbook of the quantum access protocols we just went through some protocols today, right? The resurrection spiral is one of the protocols. Um, it also has uh, audio recorded meditation activations. So you can work with them on your own. And um, resurrection spiral is one of those audios. And it is also supported with a recorded three hour interactive web webinar I taught all about developing this spiritual practice using this technique, using quantum access. And so we kind of deep dive into 
the the um, the lecture. There's a lively Q and A with the class, and then I also uh, walk you through practicing the protocols in that video. And so you have you have written ebook, you have work workbooks. There's there's actually a training video in that self study course, and then there's the three hour webinar um, experience. And then I have spent in the last couple of years training some very advanced healers in this technique. So they've gone through you know several years of hands-on training with me, and they're certified quantum access practitioners, and they have offered to uh, give to this package 30-minute sessions with them. So there you go. If you have a core wound or you have a block or you want to get into your time, you know, your incarnations, you can work with them in live 30 minute sessions. Um, I do want to caution though, they are working. So they have a full schedule. So they won't be able to meet you immediately. If you get this package, they'll um, coordinate with you to schedule in the time with them. So it's this, this is a big comprehensive package. Um, the other thing that I added to it, which I just love, is a 21-day spiritual practice inspiration guide. And because it takes, you know, it takes practice. You have to keep focused on it and keep you know stepping into that that sacred space and and really committing to it, right? Really um putting your power into it, putting your energy into it. So also we have um to support you as you develop this spiritual practice of 21 day, like inspiration cards as well. It's so beautiful and very supportive. And for anyone that needs that extra assistance with personal issues or physical things or just uh, spiritual, whatever, that's the additional support. And my goodness, what a tremendous value for this. No. It is something that absolutely will help transform lives. And that's why we're so grateful for you, Meg, and for Archangel Metatron, to yes. who brings this forward. And for everyone who's been doing this work, as we do this work, then that becomes testimony. And it is something that quantum science will reveal someday as our truth. We are the leaders in it. And they're coming around. Yeah, they're starting they're to get around. it. <laughs> yeah, they're coming around. Thank sure. you. Um, beautiful testimonials from those on Zoom who purchased your package. And Wonderful. they say it gets better and better every day. And the session was amazing. Thank you. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you for sharing. Great feedback. Fantastic. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Oh my goodness. Well, we are complete with this beautiful activation. It truly was an activation of the heart, an activation connection embodiment with our soul. And we thank you, Meg, Archangel Metatron, and everyone for being here. As we say goodbye, final thoughts? Oh, I say, okay, we're talking big and bold this year. So it's kind of like we have to we can acknowledge if that fear comes up and just bring it into the light and keep transmuting it so that you keep moving forward, getting bigger, bolder, brighter. We can't let anything constrict us or stop us anymore. So I just wish everyone big success this year.
Big and bold, people. Big and bold. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Meg. We My love pleasure. you. And thank we love you. everyone. Thank you, beloved hearts. Namaste. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.